See ya. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. More than 2,000 people have made the maiden voyage on the MTR's East Rail Line extension. CE-elect John Lee says he looks to boost internal coordination when he takes office and Hong Kong is set to see a rise in unemployment later this week. Railway enthusiasts have queued all night to be part of history to ride the first ever train on the MTR's East Rail Line cross-harbour section early this morning. Wendy Wong reports. Over 2,000 railway fans didn't hold back their excitement as they boarded the first train that departed from the new Exhibition Centre station. Some said they've been queuing from the previous night to guarantee a place on the special trip which made its way beneath the harbour to Hong Hong in just five minutes. This man said he's been waiting for the rail link since he was a primary school student. We are excited because we can cross the harbour on Israel now without the need to change trains. I'm emotional because this is an incredible construction project. It would be much more convenient for residents in the new territories to cross the harbour for work. The 46-kilometre line is the city's fourth cross-harbour line and connects Hong Hong to Admiralty via the Exhibition Centre station. The MTR's operations director, Tony Lee, says the railway operator has a so-called bullet train arrangement for the East Rail Line to cope with tomorrow's morning rush hour. We believe our current train service arrangement will be able to handle the flow of people. Our control centre will closely monitor the situation and if there is a need, we will use our bullet train arrangement. Chief Executive-elect John Lee says he hopes to strengthen internal coordination when he takes office, but stopped short of saying if he plans to create a new Deputy Chief Secretary post to help with that. Mr Lee said he shouldn't reveal the details before the Executive Council discusses the matter. I am inclined to concur with uh, the recommendations that has been proposed by Carrie's team. And uh, we did have a useful discussion on, uh, on the issues that are raised, and I have already uh, reflected my views to the uh, CE office. Uh, the CE office and the uh, chief executive elect office has been in close contact to work out an agreed formulation uh, for the process to go ahead for the deliberation of EXCO. Separately, Mr Lee has signed a declaration that he's not a member of any political party, nor will he become one after he becomes CE. Financial Secretary Paul Chan says he expects the latest unemployment rate to be released this week to continue to rise. Hong Kong's jobless rate for the, first, for the three months ending in March climbed to 5%, the highest in nine months. Writing on his blog, Mr Chan said the latest figure would reflect the employment situation during the peak of the city's Omicron wave. But he said with the epidemic situation coming under control and the government easing social distancing measures in phases, he believes the rate would gradually improve as long as the virus situation remains stable. 
Medical experts are divided on the risk of Hong Kong seeing yet another wave of coronavirus infections. The Dean of Medicine at the University of Hong Kong, Gabriel Leung, warned the fact that the city's COVID daily tally has remained at around 300 means it is on the cusp of a potential outbreak if things tilt in the wrong direction. But respiratory medicine specialist Leung Chi Chiu disagreed. He said without a new variant, another wave of infections is unlikely within these two months. If we do not have any left in our border control, uh, there should not be an early sixth wave because we have already have a major fifth wave uh, due to Omicron BA2 that have reduced uh, the proportion of our susceptible population to a very large extent. North Korea has reported another 15 deaths from what it called fever as the country confronts the spread of coronavirus. A further 300,000 cases of fever were recorded on Sunday. The state news agency said North Korea was taking swift state emergency measures to control the epidemic, but said the population's lack of awareness of the disease and how to treat it was contributing to its rapid spread. And the weather, cloudy with showers, moderate to fresh east to northeasterly winds. Less rain later tomorrow with temperatures falling to around 19 degrees in the morning. The temperature now is 25 degrees, humidity at 85%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. An 18-year-old white man has gunned down 10 people at a supermarket in the U.S. city of Buffalo. Nine of the victims were black and the FBI said they were investigating the incident as both a hate crime and a case of racially motivated violent extremism. Police who responded to the shooting in upstate New York described the scene as like walking onto a horror movie. The gunman has been arraigned in court. Kathy Hochul, the state governor, condemned the attack. A white supremacist who has engaged in an act of terrorism and will be prosecuted as such in a cold-hearted, cruel, calculating way. A military-style execution targeting people who simply want to buy groceries. It strikes us in our very hearts to know that there's such evil that lurks out there. Demonstrations in support of the right to an abortion have been taking place across the United States. In Washington, D.C., thousands of people marched on the Supreme Court following the leak of a draft that suggested the justices were preparing to overturn the national right to an abortion. In Houston, Texas, this protester said ethnic minorities would be most affected. It will affect people of color more because, you know, we already have to deal with so much travesties in the system already. And, you know, our voices aren't heard as much. You know, when it's a black voice, a Hispanic voice, you know, an indigenous voice, we're not heard as much as white voices in any community that we are a part of. So that's why I feel like it will affect us the most. Ukraine has won this year's Eurovision Song Contest in Italy. Kalush Orchestra beat out 24 competitors in the finale of the world's biggest live music event with Stefania, a rap lullaby combining Ukrainian folk and modern hip-hop. The band's lead singer said the win was a victory for every Ukrainian. Ole Siuk also said he and his band members were ready to fight in the war with Russia once more when they return home. We have a temporary authorization to be here, and it ends in two days and in exactly two days. We are going to be back in Ukraine. It's hard to say what exactly I'm going to do, because this is the first time I win the Eurovision Song Contest. 
but like every Ukrainian, we are ready to fight as much as we can and go on until the end. Currently, an order from Ukraine's government prohibits men aged 18 to 60 from leaving the country, but the all-male band received special permission to represent Ukraine at the music contest. To sport and in football, Liverpool beat Chelsea on penalties in the FA Cup final to secure a domestic double. The BBC's John Murray reports from Wembley Stadium. For Liverpool, it's a domestic cup double this season and a clean sweep quadruple remains a possibility. For Chelsea, it's the agony of being beaten in both of those finals on penalties by the same opponents and becoming the first club to lose in three consecutive FA Cup finals. Just like February and the Carabao Cup, it was nil-nil after extra time. Liverpool had more of the match, but both teams spurned good chances to score. The frame of the goal was struck at both ends, and this penalty shootout ended after Liverpool goalkeeper Alisson saved spectacularly from Mount, with Greek substitute Kostas Tsimikas converting the spot kick that secured Liverpool the FA Cup for the first time for 16 years. Here's the winning manager, Jurgen Klopp. Incredible intense game against Chelsea. They would have deserved it exactly in the same way. Like in the Carabao Cup, that's how the small margins, like then the difference. I, I couldn't be more proud of my boys. What they, what they did, the shift they put in, how they fought, how hard it was. Playing a really good game, but nothing. Don't change the result. And in the penalty shootout, and nerve-breaking, my nails are gone. The former Australian international cricketer Andrew Simons has died after crashing his car late on Saturday. Police said the 46-year-old's vehicle left the road and rolled. Simons excelled in the shorter forms of the game and helped Australia win two World Cups. His former teammate Adam Gilchrist led tributes to the all-rounder, saying the news had really hurt. Adopted at birth, Simons was subjected to racial, racist abuse during his career, which was cut short by his struggles with alcohol. To end the news, the top stories once again. More than 2,000 people have made the maiden voyage on the MTR's East Rail Line extension. CE-elect John Lee says he looks to boost internal coordination when he takes office, and Hong Kong is set to see a rise in unemployment later this week. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience.
Is it 